people all over the country country wake up and live their lives in a land that is still free at least for now they work hard they try to make a good living they love their god and their family and at the end of the night they go to bed and they're going to bed as decent people the american ideal is almost limitless conceived in the hearts motivated by liberty and goodness believe me you are not going to find a clearer example of that when uh, than the the people that work and have created the products at grip six their socks let's just talk about their socks by supporting the american ranchers they raise the specially bred sheep that produce the modern wool american manufacturers have to wash that wool process that wool weave it into socks so your feet stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer they're american business owners and their idea was i want to return uh power to America and bring manufacturing back. We want to celebrate America. Put your trust and your hard-earned money in a company that does it right, right here in America. Go to grip6.com slash Beck. I'm wearing their socks now. Grip6.com slash Beck. Do it now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Oh, you know, you know, it's got to be good. It's got to be good when the Senate passes a Respect for Marriage Act. You know, it's got to really, truly respect marriage and do nothing but strengthen marriage and your faith that goes right along with it. This is now some people me included say that this is a horrible thing that has just passed with significant support from the republicans and i want you to know what they've just passed and what it means the guy who's really been following this story uh is uh, daniel horowitz it's not good so what does it mean in 60 seconds If you've been living with pain and desperately want to get your life back, I'm here to tell you, I not only understand that firsthand what it's like, but I may have an answer for you. It's called Relief Factor. I had tried everything and failed. Relief Factor was created by doctors and it helps reduce the inflammation in your body. Now, this is where these commercials lost me at first because I'm like, oh, it's ibuprofen. Well, I've had the... I've had the prescription ibuprofen, 800. Couldn't just take four tablets, Uh uh-uh. No, I gotta go to a doctor and get the heavy stuff. And it never worked for me. 
this attacks inflammation four different ways where ibuprofen is only going down one way so even if ibuprofen hasn't worked for you before and you think this is all bullcrap my wife forced me to take this and i have to tell you once again she was right keep it to yourself okay Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Get their three-week quick start now for $19.95. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Mr. Daniel Horowitz, welcome to the program. Hey, great to be back with you in these confusing times. Oh, my gosh. Well... We are we are we are showing real respect for marriage in this act, don't you think? You know, you know, it's funny, even with the Judeo-Christian heritage of this country, I believe there was never a time in history where the federal government ever technically prevented a state from adopting something like, let's say, a gay marriage. And indeed, under the Defense of Marriage Act, which this repeals, uh, eight or ten or so blue states did adopt gay marriage, right? The federal government never prevented states from defining marriage as they saw fit. DOMA only defined it for federal purposes, the military, social security, immigration, things like that. Yet this bill bans states from defining marriage as a marriage. And I, th- I think what's so important here is the times we're living in, even if someone kind of evolved on that, as all these GOP senators said, over the last decade, the last couple years should give you pause. This is not even about Leviticus. This is more about Genesis. When you look at the broader transhumanist agenda, everything they do seems to lead to a result of depopulation, um, undermining the continuity of civilization. You now have 21% of Gen Z, according to Gallup, identifying as one of the alphabet soup stuff that can't procreate or won't procreate that ain't natural and that ain't good yeah and when the government makes it that it's an equal proposition it's a 50 50 proposition it's not even a biblical values issue anymore this is straight up a continuity of civilization issue this is why china reversed their one child policy you cannot sustain um anything uh at this level without procreation uh we also see just there was a study out just this week that uh fertility rates for men way down all over the world and now we are um codifying in the way that roe versus wade did where I don't honestly, I'm I'm more libertarian on this. Yep. Uh, where I don't I don't really care. You want to get married? Fine. Just don't tell me what I have to do, and I'm not going to tell you where you have to get married. Um, and this, the biggest thing on this is the the fact that I think this is going to be used to start to discriminate against Christian organizations. Well, I mean, this has already been happening, so this thing kind of codifies bake the cake into uh, civil rights. It makes it a civil rights. And by the way, it's kind of funny at a time when all major corporations for public accommodations could collaborate with big government 
to box out people from the entire society, mm-hmm. uh, getting organs, getting a job, getting anything uh, on account of not getting Pfizer stuff. But somehow, you know, Bob's shop, uh, cake shop, he has to service this, you know, not just the person, but the event, even though there's 50 other places within five miles, that will probably give the guy a discount and will champion it. I mean, that's what this is all about. It's about, you know, destroying the continuity of civilization. Because you're right. A lot of people, I think, kind of said, yeah, there's a couple people here and there. This is what they want, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't affect my marriage. But what I'm telling people is when you see the results since Obergefell, I, I did the math with Gallup's poll and, and, and the exit polling this past election actually seems to hone in on the same numbers. The amount of people identifying as, as one of these things grew 27 percent in one year. That is crazy. And that is not that is all social media and all propaganda. Yeah. You don't go uh, here. That is. Um, people born before 1946, 0.8% said they were gay. Baby boomers, 2.6. Generation X, 4.2. Millennials, 10.5. And Generation Z, 20.8. Come on. <laughs> and it's, it's growing every year. And my question is, how much is enough? 30, 50, 60. Again, I mean, this is nothing to even do with religious arguments. You could be a San Francisco bathhouse guy, but someone's got to do the procreating. And, and think about the millions of people that takes out of the procreation business. And the notion that somehow Republicans thought that this needed further strengthening, that there wasn't enough momentum behind it is absurd. But, but Glenn, it's worse than just the 12 names. It's the fact that All but a few of them were fine with it. McConnell and Thune, the leaders, they didn't whip against it. They didn't speak out against it. They were hope yes, vote no. You know, with the exception of Cruz, Lee, Langford, maybe one or two others, that was it. Uh, They were all fine with this. As they're all fine with every other issue the Democrats want to screw us on, including, uh, you know, the omnibus bill. They're working on some immigration stuff. Uh, This is never ending. So what... Is Mike Lee right with his amendment, which failed? Um, is he is he right that this is going to affect all kinds of organizations where, you know, you'll you'll lose your tax exempt status or whatever. And, and you'll have to hire people that are uh, different. And, you know, if you're in a Christian organization you know, you, you want to keep those values. You're not going to be able to keep those values. That's what he really feels strongly, that this is going to just open everybody up. Well, I mean, the courts were doing this even before Congress codified it. So this puts an exclamation mark on it. Obviously, he laid down that marker, made it very clear. Look, you want gay marriage? Here's a grand bargain. You know, you get your thing permanently, even force red states to always uh, reciprocate it. But, you know, religious liberty is untouchable. And, yeah, I mean, these Republicans, except for Susan Collins, did vote for it. But it's a joke because then once it failed, they voted for the bill that didn't retain it. And at this point, I mean, they have some very narrow carve out for some nonprofits, but uh, certainly for profit. So if you're a business like uh, Masterpiece Cake Shop, uh, you are totally unprotected by even their weak protections in there. 
So this, again, codifies that the only saving grace, I would say, is that possibly by Congress putting this in a statute, it might make it easier to hit at this in the courts and disqualify it as an unconstitutional violation of the Tenth Amendment, um, even though Obergefell was as well. But, you know, the judges are kind of reluctant to reverse their own thing, even though uh, the Dobbs opinion clearly does reverse it. But this is a new statute that they could invalidate. So I do think there is an angle there in the courts. Uh, and so this makes, if you're a, if you're a baker, this makes it pretty pretty hard to say I can't I can't bake that right. Your religious objection is gone now, legally. Exactly. I mean, the 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 baker could say anyone working in the hundred and fifteen degree room back there has to wear a mask. Uh, and violate occupational safety law, but he cannot say, look, I'm just going to sit this one out. I don't want to bake uh, for something, you know, with my handiwork, something that violates my conscience. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the society we live in. Uh, it's a new set of ethos. It's a new um, pagan theocracy where uh, we mandate gay marriage. We mandate uh, Pfizer's whatever product they come out with next. Uh, they fight for their values. I mean, you got to give them credit you listened to their speeches. They were passionate. They believed in it. Kirsten Cinema hugged one of the uh, Republican senators. Uh, They're very passionate, pounding the lectern on it. On the Republican side, again, it's not just the 12. Uh, none of them felt strongly about it. And this is kind of that imbalance we see on every issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are fully peddled to the metal, unified in their beliefs. And even on the most fundamental questions of our time, uh, we, we can't get any sense of... Uh, not just unanimity of opinion, but we can't even get a modicum of opposition. So what happens to the Republican Party if this is what they're going to be uh, over the next two years? I, I mean, there's no passion to get out and defend these people. I, I mean, look at any major issue. What are they saying on, on biomedical tyranny, COVID fascism? Are you hearing a word about that? No. I mean, what are they saying on blocking the FBI from arresting political opponents? Uh, it, it's it's nothing. It, it, it's I, I've had to bite my tongue for quite a while with a lot of our colleagues, but the reality is the Republican Party has been a controlled opposition for a very long time. People are a little bit confused because there are only two parties, so once in a while you have a good guy that happens to be a Republican because there's no other option, but at a leadership level, it's a controlled opposition, and as conservatives, we need to pray and think and strategize hard what we need to do. It's got to start certainly with local and state affairs, I think. Um, obviously, we need to focus more on, say, the state uh, of Texas's legislative session more than we do on Congress at this point. Yeah. Um, and try to maybe build back better to uh, rip a line <laughs> to the WEF <laughs> at a state level. <laughs> that would make you Klaus Schwab. I just want to point <laughs> that out. Um, one last thing. Have you been reinstated at Twitter yet? No, I have not. And I, I don't want to prejudge this because it could be at any given time. But I will say it is kind of interesting that Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, um, none of the big, you know, COVID. medical freedom patriots yeah. have been restated. And I find that kind of interesting. But you don't want to go any further than that. I, it, it could be it takes time. But again, it, it just is an interesting observation that anyone who was kicked off on account of medical freedom has not been reinstated, although they do say they've taken away the new censorship on, yeah. on the COVID issue. 
So we will wait and see. Yeah, they did remove some policy, right? It was the COVID misinformation policy yeah. they suspended. Does Which that means mean, they're mean not, anything? Yeah, they, they, doesn't this mean that they are, they're no longer putting out little things this is mis. This may be misinformation. Right. Go to the CDC for the truth. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it, that has improved. Um, so uh, that is definitely a step in the right direction. But I mean, it's kind of like a lesson with the Republican Party. You can't hope it gets done. You got to make sure it gets done. Although I don't think this is really our decision. Um, but we can't put our trust in man. I mean, that is that is really the lesson. No one man is going to save us. No one platform is going to save us. Uh, it's kind of like starting a campfire. It's it's ground up, and there's no silver bullet, and we just really have to assert our will in the states where a majority of people think like us and make it clear that these Republicans are persona non grata with the voters. Hey, Daniel, because you're a, uh, a deep thinker and a religious guy, I, I want to ask you another question on, a, on another topic. Give me 60 seconds. We'll be back with Daniel Horowitz. American Financing, NMLS 182334, org. Your home is probably the biggest asset you own, will be the biggest asset that you own your whole life. There are lots of ways in which it can help you out financially, especially if you're working to get out from underneath other forms of debt. The credit card debt that you might have, what is the interest rate on that? Those interest rates are going to go through the roof and it's going to get worse as the economy starts to become more and more shaky because they'll lump you in with people who maybe aren't paying their bills and say, well, there are risks, so we're going to raise their rates even more. You'll never be able to pay those things off. They hit 25%. How are you going to pay it off? You can save. The average person right now that is working with American financing is saving about $695 a month. That's average, $695. That is tremendous. And you pay that debt down and off because you'll be paying, you know, I don't know, 4 to 7% interest. That's a lot better. And it's locked in. American financing, call them at 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Daniel, have you been following the uh, Balenciaga uh, story? Sure, a little bit from afar. Okay. There is real evil that is going on. This, This pedophilia stuff is is just marching through and this is something that if you would have said 10 years ago oh the next thing you're going to know you're going to be you know uh, pushing for the the normalization of pedophilia they got crazy on the left how dare you say that how dare you that is just a conspiracy theory it's never going to happen and now it's happening and i can't believe the number of people that are just dismissing this you have any thoughts on this? You know, when when our founders identified self self evident truth in the Declaration, they identified God as the source of those self evident truths. And I have no other way of explaining this other than when when you go away from that path, uh, you're in outer space. I mean, there's no limit to where you can float. Yeah. So people are like, well, you know, I think kind of homosexuality is kind of great. Let's let's get involved in that. 
And then those alphabet letters got added and added, and now it's like a whole litany of them. I wish we could make an editorial rule to ban that acronym here at the Blaze. It's just it's ridiculous to use their parlance, but I will tell you the P will absolutely um, be added to it within the next few years, along with other letters as well. The P and, as in again, pedophile? Pansexual? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, well, uh, yeah, I mean, Another P. for what you want, there's, there's an unlimited number of options. And, and that's the thing. The, 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 the brakes are off this train. It, it was never about accommodating a few people that are kind of confused or in a you know, rough situation or feel they need to love. It was always a concerted effort. Um, Marxism's lead ship in its armada is cultural Marxism. Um, familiar ties, the family structure is the bulwark against um, a, a government. You can't have a country, a, a big government, overbearing government. You can't have a country without faith and family. And they needed to destroy the former two in order to destroy the, the third one, the country, and consolidate this support and make everyone just kind of this androgynous uh, AI bot with no lineage, no ties to anything, but fully controlled by government. Um, so again, like even more than I think, I think it had it had it, its roots in moving away from the Judeo-Christian founding of America. But now it's really every bit as much part of the transhumanist agenda, almost like the biomedical experimentations, more than even the classical licentious agenda that the left has been pushing, you know, since the 60s. And that's that's really what this is about. And, and again, notice everything. Everything seems to land in depopulation. The mm -hmm. more you make people confused about right and wrong, about basic human relationships, mm -hmm. the less procreation you're going to get. And that somehow seems to coincidentally uh, align with their biomedical agenda as uh, well. I mean, it's amazing. You look at what's happening with Canada, where they're about to let somebody, uh, you know, kill themselves, doctor-assisted suicide, because he's very sick um, and can't afford his apartment anymore. And so the solution is, instead of making him homeless, let's kill him. That, I mean, this is so Malthusian. All of it is so anti-human. It's crazy. That, that's really what it is. It's anti-human. This is not about liberal or conservative or even communism. Right. It's anti-humanism. We've never faced this degree of uh, a pagan theocracy before, yeah. and it's something we got to update to our pro-life cause. Daniel Horowitz, thank you so much. He is, by the way, the co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich. You want to know what happened with uh, COVID and all the behind the scenes. This is a tremendous book. It'll be out soon, but you can pre-order The Rise of the Fourth Reich now. The Glenn Beck Program. I've been telling you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for a while now, and honestly, uh, I just, I love these people. They outdo themselves all the time. In Land Lakes, Florida, they are building their Do Good Village. Now, this comes from a massive donation of acres and acres of land from people just like you. And they are building this community of 110 homes for their program recipients. This means the families of first responders, Gold Star families, the families of catastrophically injured first responders or military service members. All of them can be part of this great community and their children will grow up together, play together, heal together. Um, 
I really think that you need to look at charity as as who's doing the most amount of good, who's delivering that dollar to that promise uh, the most effectively. And if you want to take care of our first responders and our service members, there is no better cause. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. Uh, quick, uh, quick update on the show. Uh, Glenn was just uh, called away for a bit of a family emergency. Uh, so we ask you to just uh, take a moment and, and keep him in your prayers as there uh, it's been quite a storm for Glenn lately. And uh, I know the audience is always, you guys are always so cool with understanding how things go in, 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 in life. And, you know, I'm not going to be too specific, but, uh, you know, he's going through a tough time with some stuff at home. And, and I know uh, he really appreciates your prayers. If you don't mind taking a moment uh, for Glenn today, 888 beck is the phone number. We have a bunch going on today. Tons of stuff to cover. Jeff Fisher joins us, of course. Stew. Chewing the fat. We appreciate uh, you stepping in here, Jeffy. Uh, anything I can do for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> of course. You're always such a great guy. Another great guy that I just absolutely appreciate and love so much is a man named Don Lemon. Don, of course, a wonderful broadcaster over at CNN. He's one of the few that survived the initial wave of firings that happened after Discovery took over, and they decided to take a bit of a different direction, maybe, or at least that's the, that's the hope. He was on Stephen Colbert last night. Now he's, I guess, on their morning show now? Yes, he does their morning show. He was promoted to the morning show. Correct. He, he wanted to. That's what he, he wanted. He wanted to This was to a dream for him. Morning. Yes. Because nothing's, I mean, everyone has a different dream, I guess, but dreams of getting up at 2, 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone loves <laughs> to that. To go ahead. Yeah, that's a good dream. What's fascinating about the whole CNN situation was Chris Cuomo, who was on the morning show, was then promoted to primetime. The word on the sh- Don Lemon right. was taken from primetime prime and moved to the morning show. That also right. was a promotion. That's funny how that works. I don't know how that works <laughs> at all. It seems like they're just saying anything that will benefit them at that moment, which is very consistent with the left. It sure is. Uh, generally. But we should not say, of course, that CNN is on the left. That would be misleading. You know, they just do uh-huh. good journalism. Here's a Thank Don, you. Don Lemon on with Colbert to talk about that. The word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yeah, really? Yes. I don't think we ever were. That, liberal. Not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen. I think that I think what Chris well. is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans. He wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking on mm-hmm. on CNN. And appearing on CNN. So if you invite someone in your house, you want to make them comfortable. But sure. also, by the, by the nature of what we do, right. we have to hold people to account. Mm. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going liberal or conservative or whatever. It just means that really? we are doing what we do. And that's good journalism. I think there is a specific word in that clip that is the most revealing word. Sensible. Oh, 
I thought you were going to say uh, when Stephen Colbert went, what? What? Yeah, his, <laughs> he couldn't like, believe it. He couldn't even stick with the bit. <laughs> uh, he's terrible. Uh, that's a whole other story. But he's going through this thing and trying to articulate what CNN leadership is trying to articulate, which is, oh, we're no longer insane, right? We're no longer right. those people that half the right. country couldn't watch for even five minutes because we were so dedicated in to taking down the former president oh yeah it was our life goal and still is really it, it still is and i think that kind of reveals it here he says he wants to have republicans on so they can feel safe in their home but he uses the, the qualifier there sensible republicans he starts he says i we want to have republicans sensible republicans on with us that sensible word tells you everything you need, you need to know about don lemon right they will define who the sensible yep. republicans are and those sensible Republicans just always happen to be the ones that agree with liberals. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Like we saw this in um, in the coverage of the whole Kanye West dinner with the president. Uh, uh, formally Kanye West. I'm sorry. Right. I will not call him yay, yay or ye. And legally changed. I don't care. What are you talking I about? I don't you? care. I'm, go I'm going it's to be the name. person who's going to call him Kanye West because I'm not going to call him yay. No, I'm not doing That's it. I'm calling him wants. Kanye West. People know who Kanye West is. Period. That's the way this works. Once I learn something, I can't learn new things. Okay, Grandpa, okay. no problem. <laughs> Thank you. Get off my lawn. So Kanye West has this this whole uh, dinner yeah, with yeah. the president and some other you know sort of fringy right wing. Uh, well, I don't that even he know. brought. Yeah, right? that I mean, Kanye brought. Yeah, brought with him. Kanye brought them with him, and now. You know, I totally believe the president, uh, former president, having no idea who these people were. I mean, I think most people, even on the right, don't know who, who, who no they way. are. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that's just the way this this works. And even, I will say, even mainstream media coverage of this dinner have all basically admitted that Trump didn't know who these people were. Right. Kanye West brought some people with him. They sat down. They flattered him. You know, Trump said, oh, which he says to pretty much everybody in his, sure. in his orbit. Hey, you seem like a smart guy. Like, uh, this is just, you know, Trump, that's what Trump and does. the report was, right, that he came out and said, uh, hey, yay, uh, let's go back to have some dinner. And yay was like, hey, I brought some friends with me. All right, they can come. Right, through. exactly. And that's actually, I will see, say, the mainstream media has actually reported that accurately. That He doesn't seem to know who these people were at all. Now, of course, there's a problem having, and Kanye West is a fringe figure at this point. You know, he said all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, and he, look, he's been insane from the beginning. Absolutely. This is something I stand on uh, from the beginning of the Kanye West era. And I'm talking going back to hurricane katrina with poor right. mike myers standing there next to him and mike myers is looking at the camera like he wants to die in real time that was awesome what's that and he yeah george bush doesn't care about black people and poor mike myers just standing there which is one of the greatest moments of television of all time and all that's going on and at that point i, th I said you know what kanye west is insane and then Kanye West was treated as this genius. And you know what I said yes, then, Jeffy? Was. Kanye West is insane. And then he, I think, married a Kardashian. And you know what I said then? Kanye West is insane. And then he put on a red hat. And then yes, he he, did. And all of a sudden, there was some switching. Because everyone agreed with me up to this point that Kanye West was insane. But just because Kanye West took a stance and, and, and was 
uh, brave enough to wear a red hat, which was illegal in celebrity circles. <laughs> he still was insane. That didn't make him wrong on every issue. He's pro-life. I'm pro-life. I agree with him on that point. But that does not mean he's not insane. Right. He is insane. Then... He, and people forget this all the time, but he ran for president of the United States against Donald Trump. And you know what I said about him then? That Kanye West was insane. Huh. And now that he's uh, apparently very anti-Semitic, which I didn't know. That's the first time hearing about this over the past few weeks. But he's also insane now. This is a guy going through severe mental health concerns. And he has been in public view for two decades. He's had moments maybe where he's, uh, I don't know, been on his meds, been in therapy, uh, dealing with it, where he seemed a little more on the wagon. But this guy is not. Look, the story of Kanye West is not necessarily a story about anti-Semitism. It's a story about mental health distress. The man is dealing with massive demons of some sort, and they are not under control. And people like these fringe guys on the right are taking advantage of his fame to get access to people like Donald Trump. Yep. That's something that we should look down upon, uh, that you're using a guy who's uh, you know, bo- you know, insane and in dealing with a current mental health crisis to up your own uh, profile. That's a problem. Man, it's another way for everyone to hate Donald Trump. Yeah, and that's, that's just what's another a- angle. And that's what the media went with, right, Jeffy? Sure. They went with this situation. Agonizing. Where they said, hey... We're going to now use the Kanye West thing to make Donald Trump look bad. And look, obviously, Trump's Trump deserve. He's a former president. He deserves better people around him to be able to sift through these things to make sure that a guy like this doesn't appear at a dinner with him. I mean, look, you say all you want, and I know we're going to have the the, the over the next couple of years we're going to have Desantis, Trump. God yeah. only knows who else gets in this race. You know, Ron DeSantis is not going to, you're not going to have a story like this with Ron DeSantis. The people around him are not going to let things like this occur. And I think the president needs to think about the people he has around him and, and try to improve that situation, which there is reporting that he is doing that to make sure these things don't happen to him. Uh, Because, you know, again, I don't, I don't think he has any, any, there's no reason to believe that Donald Trump is anti-Semitic. It's a ridiculous thing. He, you know, he's the guy who who accomplished more for Israel than any five presidents before him. I mean, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense to believe sense. it. So the, the New York Times has a story out where they want to say, look, this anti-Semitism thing, it's the last straw. Now, how many times have we heard about the last, the last straw, straw. With, Donald, with Donald Trump? It's always the last straw from the New York Times. And they're saying that people on the right are are out there now saying, look, we can't take Donald Trump anymore because of these anti-Semitic moments. And one of the people they go to is the head, the president of the Zionist Organization for America, uh, Morton Klein, who's a conservative, uh, very, you know, very, you know, influential uh, guy who really cares about Israel. And of course, the New York Times goes to him because, and they treat him as an expert on anti-Semitism. And they say, hey, you know, what do you think of this Donald Trump thing? And he says, Donald Trump loves Israel. Donald Trump loves Jews. Donald hey, Trump is not anti-Semitic. That. However, he is doing things that are, are putting real anti-Semites into public view, and that's really scary. Some, I'm paraphrasing okay. there, but that's generally right. his quote. That's a reasonable comment. What I, yeah, totally. What I found completely amazing about this, though, 
is how many times, Jeffy, you've been around here for a while. How many times <laughs> have they called our own Glenn Beck an anti-Semite in the New York Times? Forever. Accused him of all these things. All Forever. these times. I mean, we were standing, we're standing in Israel. In Israel. <laughs> and they, <laughs> and how bad he is. And they were saying he was an how anti-Semite, right? What are you talking about? Now, the same guy they went to as an expert on anti-Semitism because he would say something mildly critical about Donald Trump. That same guy, Morton Klein, is the same man who gave Glenn Beck the Defender of Israel Award from the Zionist Organization of America. Same guy. Same guy. The same guy that the New York Times will go to in a moment where they want to get criticism of the right. They will never use... Don't talk about that other stuff. Morton Klein or no the Defender way. of Israel Award or the fact that Glenn received it from Benjamin Netanyahu... They will never talk about that when Glenn says something that some left-wing person says is anti-Semitic. They'll never go to him and say, wait a minute, what do you think about Glenn Beck? They never do that. No, because he's going to say something nice. We don't want that. Exactly. And this is the case here with all of these stories. It's the same thing we were talking about with CNN. When they need it to be true, when when they need... It's all about journalism. It's It's always what's right in front of them. It's always what benefits them. At that given moment. Now, we've been on Student as America. We've been doing a segment called the CNN Rehab. And we're oh, trying nice to, you. to monitor this, this transition to see if it's really happening. You know, can we, is there real signs of progress at all? How's now, that working? You know, it's, I will say this, surprisingly, I think it's mixed. Oh. They have actually put some fact checks out there. They have put some stories out there that... You know, people you'd agree with, Jeff, you'd like okay. conservative critiques of news stories, report reporting inaccuracies by other news sources. So there has been some progress, I think. However, something like Don Lemon in the morning really upends that that progress. I mean, th- their ratings certainly show it. I mean, I've gone nowhere with Don uh, taking over mornings. In fact, I thought the original week they went down. Uh, that's the week that's supposed to pick up uh, great numbers, and his first week, I think the numbers were down. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. If, can it, you save it? I don't think so. Yeah, the but, idea is that CNN is such a great brand, you try to save it and rip it out from uh, the 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 hole that it's in. Right. But I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that conservatives will ever look at this again and say, "Okay, let me see. This might be fair information today." How can you after this last couple of years? They've blown it up. They sure have. All right, let's take a break. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the number in case you don't already know giza cotton is widely regarded as the best cotton in the world sheets made from giza cotton are strong and durable and they get softer every time you sleep on them you got to have you got to have you got to be spoiled with the sheets it's important uh i love sleeping on the giza dream sheets from my pillow if you sleep on them you're going to feel the same way i do about them they're fantastic they have uh they're back at their lowest price ever right now which is fantastic 29.99 if you use you got to use the promo code back now just like everything else my pillow makes these sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee orders placed between now and december 25th will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. So you can really like nice. get a vibe on these. If you love them, if you don't, you're going to love them though. Uh, so get your Giza Dream Sheets right now. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the uh, radio listener special square. And you check out this flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. 
Use the promo code BACK or give them a call, 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials from MyPillow.com. It's 800-966-3117. The promo code is BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, it's the Gunback Program. Welcome to it. Uh, you know, we were just talking about CNN and how they're going downhill, and I think honestly, all of our entertainment is going downhill these days. And I said, I did. I have to make a I correction. Don't know that I necessarily like you looking at me when <laughs> well, you say that. I have to make a correction from something I said earlier in this program. I said I have never met anyone <laughs> who likes the movie Avatar. And oh, that is not entirely that is true. Not true. It's someone I want to forget, but it is. There has been one person I've met. I'm a fan. That is Jeff. I'm a fan of Avatar. I mean, they were after unobtainium. That's what we needed oh, on Earth. I forgot about unobtainium. <laughs> so we were needing. I mean, how bad of a movie do you have to be? I don't know. They can't obtain it. What should we do? Unobtainium. <laughs> Great line there, James. <laughs> I would. I do agree with you on James Cameron, though. I mean, that he's guy. Intoler- is, he's yeah, just insufferable. Agonizing. Uh, no question about it. And there will never be. I think uh, we have this avatar, right? And then we're supposed to have like eight more. So I think we have probably one more after this this way of water. That'll be it. You think? Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be dead by then. It takes him 80 years to make a movie. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and they, they say worldwide it needs to get to $2 yeah. billion. Dollars. And, uh, they probably, I mean, with sales of everything else, all the articles and everything, they probably are going to get that easy. You think? Oh, yeah. I, I, it is huge in places like China. Yeah. But they don't let anybody out of their homes anymore, so I don't know if they can go see these That's movies. Kind of a good point. We'll have to see. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program.